0: The heat. Yeah. You can you can
1: handle the heat. Yeah. By the system, you can't handle the heat. Welcome back to another episode of If You Can't Handle the Heat. I am Gage, joined by Micah. Micah, how we doing, brother? What's up? Jokesy, my brodo, how we doing? I'm doing solid, my guy. Just got back from Italy last night. The uh Dude, every time you, every time we do an introduction, it's always so awkward. How you, it's the same way when we had what guests on before. You always like you always like attack the person. Like, with energy, with attack face. them with my love. I attack them with my love, Joe.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I feel pretty offended.
1: Pretty attacked, <laughs> with my attacked. love, is that What you're saying? I feel attacked.
0: Are you threatened? Are you attacked. threatened by me, Joe?
1: I feel threatened, attacked threatened. in the
0: workplace.
1: <laughs> Well, speaking um, of that, Micah, you've actually kind of had a rough, m- well, month. I'm not going to lie. Uh, oh, yeah. I've got to attacked. my attention. No, 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 I'm serious. Like, I, you guys, I mean, volleyball <laughs> we wise, you gotta- <laughs> We've lost our last five games. We've lost our last five games. That's tough. That's real tough. So how, tough. How many?
0: Oh, yeah. So tough. How many games do you
1: have per month?
0: Um. Well, normally you have four, but because of uh, coronavirus. Uh, we've been playing like a little bit more often, so we play like every three or four days. So, like, they, they but I'd say the last five games we've probably started our losing streak like a month ago, maybe.
1: So, any upcoming, like, anything to look forward to? Any upcoming just things to be like, okay, we can mm. do this, or just kind of like, no, Damn. you just
0: have to, you just have to. Pull out one win and then try and build off of it, but we haven't been able to pull off that one win yet. <laughs> so we're waiting on it. We're waiting on it.
1: Well, I wish yeah, you the it's best. Tough. Of luck. Losing
0: is tough, but you learn. Like what What do you? you, what, what, do you well, what do you
1: think? Like the if you were to point to a couple key things, what do you think the the biggest thing? What do you guys need to do to kind of flip things around right now? Like what is what is the biggest issue you find? While you're in the match or even um, off the court,
0: we either need to pass really well, which we haven't been pl- passing well at all, or we need to serve really well, which we haven't been serving really well. And if we could do both, that'd be sweet. Because in the French, <laughs> it come it comes down to like 25, 23 kind of games, and so you, you don't need to change a lot if you're on, even if you're on a losing streak. It's like we've gone to five. We like it's close. It's all the sets are kind of close you're not really out of it so if you just can do one thing better then you can win games and for us it's definitely either passing or serving because we've been doing both of them terribly
1: well if there is someone who's having a great month it's our partner over here jokesy joe you came off a huge couple wins there and uh in the Champions League versus, uh, I mean, you could, you're could you going to announce his name probably better than I can, but you just kind of had, like, a big week over there in uh, Italy, yeah? Yeah, I mean, relatively speaking, for sure. I mean, for a club like us, for anybody who doesn't know, the Russian, so we're, we're, we were in a pool this week, my club that I play for, Favpe, Friedrichshafen, with the Russian League champion from last year, Zabirsk uh, and Trentino Volley's, one of the top Italian teams, and then the Czech champion from last year, uh, Carlo Vasco. And we came out, so for every win you get, uh, every 3-0 or 3-1 win you get, you get three points. Every win you get in five sets, you get two. If you lose in five, you get one point. And if you lose in three or four, then you get zero points. And we came out of the week with six points, which... I mean, uh, our coach even said, like, at the beginning of the week, if you'd said that we were going to come out of the week with that many points, we would have taken that. Um, we had a huge win against, well, we, we kind of came off, uh, the first match we had against the Czech team this week was, we played pretty poorly for the most part. And We won in four. So we picked up the three points, and then the next night, we just played amazing. Our team played really well. And we won 3-0 against the Russian champion from last year. They are down a couple guys, but... To At the end of the day, like th- that happens in pro sports a lot, so you need to be able to take advantage of that. Um and so that that was a huge win just to the club and for our season and everything. And then Trentino, we lost, and that was kind of our first loss in over a month. Um but Trentino Trentino is same, their bro, budget.
0: same. <laughs>
1: <laughs> their the uh Mike I mean Micah can attest to this, I'm pretty sure. Like their budget, I'm pretty sure like one of their players probably makes more money than our entire roster like in in to put that into perspective um so. and the budgets of the clubs that we are playing it's they they had they, first of all they're the first setter uh Simone gianelli he has been out now for two weeks with corona and there's been a lot of sketchy stuff going on with that like he, the Italians somehow got this negative test in the middle of his quarantine, brought him out, and then the CEV, which is the head of or the governing body of like Champions League and all professional volleyball, they went and tested him right before Champions League, and they found another positive test. So he had to go back into quarantine, but he'd that was after he had been already around his team practicing for a couple of days, and so it was really sketchy going down there, and we'd been testing all week. But they ended up not having Simon Ginelli. So their opposite actually, Namir Abdul Aziz, who most people would recognize him as the Dutch opposite, he had a set this week because both of, of Trentino's setters were down with Corona. And we're like, all right, so this is like the best opportunity you'll probably have to beat Trentino <laughs> for a club like us, is like without their starting setter or their starting opposite as the set. But dude, freaking Namir's serve—he he was he, he was he was serving some balls around one hundred thirty kilometers an hour, which I'm trying to do the calculation right now. But like, this, I mean, Trentino played. They have this eighteen year old kid who's just technically like super, super sound. His his attacking, his motion, everything. He's just really smart for his age. Um, but overall, Trentino was freaking. Was he serving around eighty? Really well coached team. One hundred thirty kilometers in mph. I'm doing it right now on my phone. It is yeah, about eighty point seven. He, he was,
0: no, dude, he the balls dude, were... his serve is incredible, and he doesn't miss that much.
1: Bro, like, when his... we,
0: we played him in Olympic qualifications, one set he completely won it
1: by himself. He just go back there and dude, he doesn't miss, just bombs. His statistics on this year, and this might sound like a lot for most, like junior volleyball players but this is like unbelievably good he he's 22% error rate 18% ace rate that means like almost one out of every five serves is an ace at least (laughs) but 22% error and and 18% ace is ridiculous
0: I'm sure the other what is that 82% that's not an ace are bad passes guaranteed. Like, nobody's diming this yeah. guy. Like if it's not an ace, that means that you're probably chasing it down and setting a high ball.
1: <laughs> or like one outside. It doesn't mean our the other outside. 82% God.
0: is a good pass. Like no, that means Yeah. It just sure. wasn't a clean
1: ace. 100%. Or one outside, our French outside, Nicolas Marshall. Uh, some of you guys might recognize him. But there is a ball <laughs> he got lit up by by Namir. And he just like blew up. Like I I in you kinda you guys probably know what I mean by like the pastors kinda blew up and he stood up and he threw his arms. The ball barely misses the roof and just get it was a dime. But the ball was passed so high. It's <laughs> I so love it. It's, so, I love it's so hard to set that ball, dude. Oh
0: yeah. It's it's so so hard. yeah. A so lot hard of spin
1: to... on it probably. It's so hard to yeah. set. You know, Namir exactly. actually
0: played in Poitiers as a setter and um, change to opposite here. I mean, like, really, yeah, it was in Poitiers where the coach was like, You know what, I'm gonna put you at opposite. And the Dutch national team was super <laughs> upset and we're calling and like because he was their setter, and they're like, What are you doing? Like, you're messing with our setter and all this stuff, and now he's probably like praising the freaking gods that they did that because this guy's an absolute animal.
1: Dude, is he he's a top five up. player? Uh, no, but he's top ten player. Another question: How come in Italy, Bro. how come they get so much sponsorship money? Like rather, because like Germany is like pretty wealthy and they seem to be really into their league. France, same way. How come like Italy? I can see Russia. I mean, Russia. There's a lot of power from in Russia, but like Italy, how do they get so much money from like all these like people and rather than like pay for Germany or France? That's well, great first question. of all. First of all, Germany volleyball is not as big as you made it sound. A little bit, I mean, it's like there's definitely an interest level, but it's not like people are willing to dump a lot of money into it. It's the soccer clubs that Mercedes are getting all the at, money get cars. Same with yeah, Italy though. But, Italy and but, soccer though, but they're not dumping the money into volleyball. Where no. they 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 have the companies of course. every country has those types of companies. The uh, <laughs> there's something I want to add on actually to. Uh, last week uh, with Namir because like in obviously we were in a I forgot to mention this that we were in the Champions League sort of bubble so our pool we were all all four teams were in Italy and we so we were all you I mean you saw all the teams when they were going for practice and stuff and you're going past each other and all of our guys the entire week because Namir (laughs) is making a crap ton of money as an opposite at Centino and they all just kept saying, Hey, there he is, the most expensive setter in the world. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> all the guys were walking by and all the Trentino guys were dying, but it was funny. Uh, Every single funny. time we walked by him, all our guys were saying that. <laughs> do they do you guys I know actually him have to, or not? Wait,
0: I have to tell you, Joe, did you know that Lopez broke the serving record? No Cuban Lopez? In Brazil? No way. Yeah. Dude, guess how fast.
1: Wait, the world, like the world record? Or yeah, just the world Brazil? record, world record. Wait, world record. before you say that, can we give a little context here? Really quick. So Lopez, if you guys, which a huge viral video is when we, when we all play in the same team. Was it the Pan Am Cup or whatever? Lopez, the right side on Cuba, the MVP, the one with an absolute can of an arm. He's about like 6'5", 6'6". No, 40, no, no, no. He's
0: like 6'3". He's 6'4". Yeah, he's four. not that big. Okay, he's but he has like a 40. He's got
1: to be 6'3". He's got to have around... Yeah. A little under a 50-inch vertical and an insane arm. Um, If you haven't watched this video, I think it's Cuba versus America. You can go look it up. I think it's on Volley something. Um, Continue, Micah. Sorry.
0: No, this guy served 148 kilometers per hour.
1: I don't know those calculations. What does that mean?
0: It's 91 miles per hour. It's 92 no miles per hour. No way! Oh my God! No, those yeah, guns are not working the pre- properly. The previous record, the previous record, I think, was like 134 by by Zaitsev, and this guy smashed it by 14 kilometers per hour.
1: Dude, you have to get us the video for us to post on. OS. 91 miles per hour. Dude, this guy, yeah. <laughs> that guy had an arm but that's like is that even humanly possible
0: i don't know dude he can probably throw a baseball
1: 100 miles an hour then well dude uh yeah why is he playing volleyball (laughs) what's yeah that's a great that's a great
0: question um yeah that is incredible man 92 miles an hour because they said that uh He's always he's always served really hard, which we know. But they said that he's serving a lot harder, and I was like, "What do you mean a lot of harder? How can you serve a lot harder <laughs> than that?" Dude, the guy serves. Oh my gosh! For people it's that impressive. don't know how fast that is, that is like, if you're an incredible server, you can serve seventy-five miles per hour.
1: Yeah, that's really like
0: seventy-five. Good is incredible like in the in the NCAA there's probably three guys that can serve I've seen Gabby Probably serve. Rattray, Gabby TJ actually you. probably a little bit yeah I, I've hit 75 um it's Mike hard with to a think. short but flex still. there
1: he's like yeah Mike is like if you're a really good server you hit 75 yeah I've done it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point
0: yeah you know what yeah frick yeah I am a good server that's I will say that own it, but, own it. Um, But to serve 92 miles per hour, it's not humanly possible. The best serve in the world is Leon, and that guy serves probably like 82. Like you said, Nimir is 80 miles an hour, and you, you think that he's, like, incredible. Imagine 92.
1: You probably can't even see it. Dude, 92, it, uh, we That's have to 12 get 12
0: miles we, per hour faster than Nimir.
1: We not have to than get your that. your
0: average guy. Yeah, I don't. I didn't believe it when I heard it too. The Brazilians told me, and they're like, "Yeah, it was absolutely incredible."
1: Like on volumetrics or something. You guys want to yeah, hear? Yeah, maybe. You guys want to hear some insane stuff going on at UH? Quick little yeah. thing. Feels so in. we're trying. Guy breaks the record for serving. At <laughs> no, UH, no. Freshman. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're uh, we're gonna be starting to look like a bunch of idiots because. Uh, I, I, I was kind of debating telling you guys this information, but I just thought how like stupid we're going to look. But we're not allowed to play front row right now, and the way we're going to play front row, we, I think I think we got this passed by our team doctors, is that they're, so we're going to be masked twice. So you guys know the gator masks, the ones that come from the neck, you can just pull up? We're going to be masked yeah. with those, and then the normal masks that go around your ears. And then if you're front row, you're going to be wearing like science lab goggles. I shit you not. And no, we're going to be no, playing. No,
0: you
1: not. I'm not shitting you. We're going to be playing with goggles. Luckily, because like the eye mucus or something like it gets transmitted that way, we can't even play short court goggles. Goggles. <laughs> that goggles. Goggles. Sh- we ordered, <laughs> I shit you not, we just ordered a huge thing of goggles. And now everyone playing front row, which is everyone except liberos, are going to be wearing goggles. Not even sports goggles, like lab goggles.
0: Oh, my gosh. And two masks. Why front row? You're just as close in the back row.
1: Yeah, but here's the thing. A lot of this is not is more just like, like, as we say, it's more just kind of feeling and just like if you really break it down, it's like, okay, what's the difference between I see basketball in there. I mean, I'm not going to rat anyone out or anything, but they don't have to wear goggles and they're guarding one-on-one face-to-face. You know what I'm saying? What's the difference between that and blocking? You know? I don't know. Yeah, no, dude,
0: the rules are so ridiculous.
1: But. Uh, so hopefully we get a picture of that and <laughs> I get to post it. We'll see. Maybe we'll be on lockdown. Who knows? But 80, 91 miles, 92 miles an hour. Coming from a receiver, let me tell you, I've seen Gabby. I think that's the highest serve I've, I've, I've ever received. Gabby hit at 80 mile an hour, and that was just like light speed. So 11 to 12 miles per hour <laughs> faster. I think yeah. that that would break my arms. Like I, If I got lit up by that, he could probably break my rib cage. Like That's insane. The, actually, I played Lopez when I was – Never played a college match in my life. I was about 17. Uh, it was when you, or 18. It was when Mike guy I played on that team with you, and we went to Czech Republic. We played him. He was on the outside, and he hit a ball cross court. And I'm not saying I, was, I wasn't very good at the time. Like, I didn't even play a college game. I hadn't played Libero in like two years, but somehow I made the team. And he hit a ball, and I didn't see it. And it went like, you know how you get hit in the face, like when a, someone hits a ball at you? Yeah. This ball hit me on the top of the head from cross court. The top of the head. Remember he hit it and it hit like the top of my head. So he was hitting from that high of a point and oh that my. hard. And I was like, "What the hell just hit me?" Um, Dude, he's but that guy's insane. ridiculous. That guy's gonna be. That guy is gonna be getting paid top dollar in the next few years. Here, check yeah, he's him out. Already
0: starting on Sada Cruceiro, which is like one of the best teams in Brazil.
1: That's. I mean, That's, well, yeah. He's we, playing. He's playing pretty well too. All the video I've seen, he's been playing pretty well. Yeah. You gotta. Re- with the younger players, and I mean, you just gotta show love and respect to players like that. Um, but yeah, Micah, ridiculous. Micah, you came up with a brilliant idea. You are one of the only people. I don't know. I don't know how you guys was, was volleyball team was, but um, you were very close with a lot of the athletes because one, you're very approachable, very cool, very multifaceted guy, and you're Hawaiian. Means you're like you're cool with like the older Hawaiians, the Samo- Samoans that go to your, the Tongans that go to your school as well. And the thing with our team is we we're also very, um, we we're very, very out and open with other uh, athletes in, in different kind of cultures, whether it be your school or different sco- school. And yeah. you kind of bring up the question of, you know, who is the coolest out of you can it, the coolest team and who's the stupidest team or like the non-coolest team or the team that you hate the most on campus and when you kind of bring that up i was like dang i guess i can't remember any uh negative and positive feelings i kind of had about that because i haven't been close to another team in a while but it kind of had me yeah thinking. that's crazy it, it, but it kind of has he it's because he has a girlfriend <laughs> no it's not, it's not because it's coronavirus what do you mean what do you mean it's because coronavirus. No, that so.
0: too though you're always you're always going to be more social when you're single than compared to that's when true you're that's true
1: yeah, that's a, good point. But, that's a good point. But, yeah,
0: no, athlete communities, like, are so close, I feel like. I don't know how it is at UH, but you just, you just see the same people all the time. Right. Um, every day, and you're, like, the only people that are there during the summer or during the winter and during the breaks. Um, and you just get super close to everybody, which is something I actually miss a lot about UCLA. Like, just the social aspect of always seeing the same people and... Being in the same buildings, because obviously we are all, besides basketball and football, well, even basketball and football actually in the beginning of my career, a lot were in the same building. But
1: um, you knew Lonzo, you just, yeah. Uh,
0: no, I've I, I mean Lonzo I've Ball? seen him, but I've, I've, him? I I wouldn't say I know. I've talked to him before, but I I wouldn't say that I know him. Sharif O'Neal. Nope, that was before that was before me. What about? I actually was close to the basketball team. My freshman year, because Sean Grubner, who was a um, former Punahou volleyball player, was super close with Bryce Alford, uh, who was a starter on the team when Lonzo was there. Super, super good shooter. And so, I was always hanging out with Sean, and we were always hanging out with Bryce. And so, through them, I, I knew the basketball team pretty well. Like, Bryce, Jonah Bolden who plays for the Sixers uh, was Oliver Martin's roommate and one of his best friends. Uh, But yeah, you just end up knowing a lot of different people. And it made me think like, what, what are the stereotypes of all the different teams? What teams are like, if in my head do I hear that sport and think like, oh yeah, those are cool people. Or in my head, what do I think about when I hear like, oh, the gymnastics team or like, oh, the baseball team. Because I have super strong generalizations about <laughs> kind of each individual yep. team. And I think that that would kind of not only be specific to UCLA, but it would be pretty universal. 100%. Yo, you'll, you'll
1: a really, really quick before you continue on that. Because you met, you just mentioned the gymnastics team. Because you guys at UCLA, you guys have a lot. Way more teams like than us. Koshin, Kylo Ross, a couple of the US, U.S. gymnastic girls who went to the Olympics the past couple of years. Yeah. Were you guys close with that team, and what were they like when they were kind of on campus at UCLA?
0: Yeah, my freshman year, I was close to the gymnastics freshman, who, well, yeah, pretty close, actually, who were, um, hey. one of them's Caitlin Ohashi, nice. who, like, went super viral with um, her floor routine. I'm going to look, oh, gonna yeah, look yeah, her yeah, up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I she was on him. like the Ellen Show. She has a million followers on Instagram right now. That's crazy. Bro, get her on the show. Yeah, I mean we could try.
1: Get her on the pod. But, so yeah, she's actually got on a lot of uh, a couple different volleyball pods. I, th- maybe, uh, maybe not. Yeah, we can yeah, ask her about her and too. Macy, her and this girl Macy
0: Taranjo <laughs> were so funny because obviously gymnastics like girls are really small, like They're really ripped. small. They're yeah they're also ripped but they're so small and these girls were like the most jolliest and they had the same laugh and they used to laugh all at everything and it was just ridiculous it was like it was like not to be and this is not mean at all because I like love them it was so funny to be around them but they're like kind of like elves like like, (laughs) they just have the high pitched laugh and like we're just always (laughs) smiling. oh uh, gosh yeah because we we used to be we used to have to go to these like student-led uh study hall what are they called Where you like go, there's this building and you go inside and every as a freshman you're required to take them for your classes yeah, and like
1: required study hall
0: yeah it's like no 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 but they're like small groups where you're in like a group of five oh, like or like six
1: advisors like advice. and yeah, there's
0: like, and then there's like another student who's in the class who or who's taking the class that got like an A, and they like oh like help a mentor, with, yeah, mentors. kind of like
1: a mentor system, and they help you cheat and everything. I have one of those myself. I'm just kidding, <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> dude. They actually I don't know exactly overall, what but, you're talking about,
0: <laughs> but yeah, we had to go to those and they were required, and I was in a couple with them and it was. Freaking hilarious because they're they're just always having a good time. I I really like them. That's what they I, were like the gymnastics team. And they're I really wonder nice. what they
1: I wonder what they look like with masks. I wonder if they look like little kids because you can't see their full face. Always, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm <laughs> serious. There was this one chick next to me at Whole Foods the other day. I thought she was like 12, and then she talked. I was like, "You're like you're like 20 <laughs> something." Oh my god. <laughs> Serious, Micah. I'm like Micah what about oh, Micah? What, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Micah?
1: I gotta ask the team that you despise the most, and then it sounds maybe gymnastics was the one that you liked the most, but then the team that you most related with, what would you say? Oh gosh, the team that I despise
0: the most, you know, or maybe well, not
1: despise, but just I was gonna I, say, I don't,
0: really, I don't despise any anybody, I, I could. The only way I'd answer that question is a team that I didn't get to know at all, you know, because I, I don't really, I didn't really not like anybody at UCLA. Everyone was fine. Everyone was. Was cool. there anybody like, that
1: didn't like you guys? Was there anybody that was open that they didn't like the volleyball guys?
0: No, not that I know, no, no okay. not that I know of.
1: We were okay. we were pretty fine with every. I mean, we had plenty. We have plenty of those. I'll get into that.
0: I don't know if I don't know if anybody didn't like anybody. We had a pretty good community. I can't think of any team where it's like oh, we don't like that team or like that team does. It wasn't like drama like that. Everybody was cool. You know, and we'd I, all be we'd all be out together all the time and like to be honest, a lot of the parties were a lot of athlete parties and stuff like that. So you yeah. see each other so much, the same groups. So, yeah, there was no all there right, was so, no drama at all.
1: All right. So, baseball and let's say the two water polo teams, because those are, I mean, those are pretty big teams at UCLA. I feel like your stereotypes are, let's hear them.
0: All right, baseball. Baseball is the same at every school, I feel like. These guys, yeah. these guys, <laughs> they, they come off as total, I mean, part of my life, total douchebags.
1: Whoa, whoa! Watch your language, they, Micah.
0: They they have their hats. They always are wearing a hat. They got a chain. Mm-hmm.
1: They're
0: usually they're usually white. They usually got longer hair. All On the coke. girls like them. Actually, the Smoking girls weed. the girls like baseball players a lot. I would say that at yeah. UCLA that was kind of like the number one team. That like girls really like baseball players. I didn't know. I didn't know that. Maybe yeah, that's why they have that ego. But. I will say that the baseball team is actually the team that I uh baseball and ba- I was super close, really close to a lot of baseball players and I love those guys. And they and like they're clowns and they're not as they're not as like purposeful about how they present themselves as you'd think. Right. And they end up just being super good guys. I'm just talking about what it what they come off as. Because they definitely have a really strong vibe that they come off as. But when you get to know them, they're, they're really cool. All the ones that I met. And I, and I was really close with probably like six to ten of them. Five, five to ten of them. And they were super cool. The team that I liked the most was probably men's soccer.
1: We don't have one of those. Okay. We, were, we, we beat men's our women's soccer. soccer team, so we're basically the men's soccer team.
0: Men's soccer is probably the team that I was the closest with. Or baseball, yeah, one I'm of those two. But that's the stereotype for baseball. Water polo is <laughs> pretty easy. Those guys are like beachy guys. They don't—they don't really oh, care too much it's. about their appearance. They got blonde hair. They're just like cruising around campus. They're never in a rush. They're just life's a beach for these guys. Life's a beach, you know. And our water polo okay. team was really good. So okay. They were yeah, they dude. Were your guys' water
1: polo teams are legit. There,
0: yeah, our water polo Man. team, both our water polo teams are are legit. Um, Mitch Stahl, actually, one of my one of my favorite people at UCLA. Mitch Stahl's roommate was on the water polo team, um, and this guy was an absolute beast. And our coach, the water polo coach, works these guys like n- no other. I've never seen people work so hard. They just like freaking die every single day. I don't know how they do it. Wake up at, like, five and swim for miles and then, like, lift and swim for miles. It's crazy. The stories they have are insane.
1: Uh, Wild. Yeah, dude. I mean, you you brought up a lot of points. Baseball is the exact same in every school. (laughs) Yeah. that's the same thing. You you know
0: a baseball kid when you see him. He, like, smacks you in the face. You're like, oh, you play baseball.
1: Listen. They hated us my first two years. And then my last two years— we were freaking boys at the baseball team, but they hated us our first two years. Like they were very Jeez. open about that. <laughs> they what? Would, uh, uh, because Colton was going around swooping all their ladies, all their chicks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Colton, and Colton, cow. Ladies, ba- man. The baseball team. Either this is how I how, this is how I saw them. Like they're either exactly how you described, like long, flowy hair, the cap, or anything. They either look like that with a chain or 40-year-old alcoholics. That's exactly – like there's no <laughs> in-between there. And they're packing – uh packing Chew. Chew. What is it called? Yeah, packing chew. Lips. All the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. packing and, and they're lips. smoking there weed. Go. There's this one guy. There's this one guy. who was at the beach the other day, and he's like – and he, he I think he was playing the tournament, volleyball tournament. And he's like, yeah, I got to go to Baseball my practice. Baseball guy almost. in the volleyball tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he went and – uh <laughs> Listen to this. Listen to this. So he goes, he plays, and then he goes and then he comes back. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, I yeah, so you back. I heard you had practice. And he's like, Yup, yep. And I'm just like, I'm like, so did you get a practice? Oh, you guys just end? He's like, No, I gotta practice early. And he's like, I didn't want to tell my coach that I had <laughs> I didn't want to tell my coach that I had a, a volleyball tournament. So I told him I had like a hot date at the beach to go out of <laughs> practice early. And the coach let him out. He's like, Get out of here, go get him.
0: <laughs> such <laughs> a better I don't know what's crazy. I do not want to though. tell him I had a volleyball tournament. So I told him I <laughs> a date. Like, you don't know want like, to say, <laughs> oh, my God. That's the baseball, exactly the, the kind of answer I would expect from a baseball player, though. Yeah, for sure. Dude, the <laughs>
1: fact that just, like, like that that's more justifiable than a beach volleyball tournament is insane to me. And, like, those guys are always just, like, I mean, I didn't like him at first, but then I got to, got to like, they started working on our food, the Sodexo boys, and we just got to, they're, they're just a fun group of guys oh, that, uh, no, exactly. that like That's how um, it is with
0: them. They, you don't like them at first. Well, not that you yeah. don't like them, but you're just like, oh, that's <laughs> not really the type of people that
1: I kind of normally <laughs> so get along with. with. Did yeah, exactly.
0: Are- and then you, and then you meet them, you're like, dude, these guys are clowns. I'm fine with this.
1: Dude, Gage, I told, do- oh my gosh, Micah, Perfect literally shit. the two funniest, the, the biggest clowns. Ever, dude, our baseball team were clowns in my last Dude, that's year, what I'm too. saying.
0: They are clowns. These guys are clowns. Dude, the
1: funniest guys. And there's a they ton work of d- them.
0: There's like 40 yeah, of them.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you're like, dude, dude fu- how
0: many baseball players are there?
1: The funniest guys on our baseball team, they worked for Sodexo, so they were in charge of like – or they would like work at the concessions for all the games in the Stan <sighs> Sheriff Center or they would like – for the athletes, the males. And these two guys – Every <laughs> we call them the Senexo boys, and they were just always just screwing around, and they just doing They're like, "What's up, boy?" This scene in the kitchen was the funniest thing because he got oh no, it's incredible, complete fools. Oh my, I totally threw out that gage. So you guys, those guys, are guy, who were you guys close with? Well, let me, can I explain this really quick? Can I explain this? There are at least them. three teams. Three teams that don't like us on campus. All we've said that before. We've All girls before. teams, because of three culprits on our team, and I'm gonna name them. And it's not like uh, oh this team's a little bit of this little team. No, three culprits. Luckily, we're joined by one of those culprits. First culprit, Joe oh, Worsley. Oh, first a round of applause, <laughs> Joe Worsley. Wow. <laughs> Second culprit, his number two, Rado Parapunov.
0: Rado,
1: number two, the out-of-system boys. Rado's the third, most guilty, I feel like. Third, but I don't know, Joe, you're up there. But third, but of course, not least, Max Rosenfeld. The, oh, oh of the OG out-of-system crew, except your boy, was the reason why at least three teams hated us. Because they'd always be with these chicks, and then something would happen, and then... The, the whole, the whole team just started hating on us, because those three guys, each and every one of those teams. I'm not even kidding. So at first, so what we are had the great teams? Women's water polo, women's water polo, women's <laughs> soccer. <laughs> I think a little of beach, women's beach volleyball. They definitely hated us for a while. For sure, yeah. There was they, one they other always, team, Joe. Sure. There's one other team. I'm not thinking of. Track. track, track, track. Oh, and track. They're, I mean, there's four. Like same culprits, same guys. Dude, Rado's always talking to chicks, man. I was playing a beach volleyball tournament the other day. Dude is always with chicks. It's unbelievable. Dude, he's I'm trying gonna have to, marry to get Rattle on here and grill him because I've Dude, watched. I want his, me and Rattle got in a fight today. Like a little. I've watched his team. his
0: America versus Europe thing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Guys he's throwing shots.
1: We'll get him on here, but he's launching but, haymakers. Well, he wouldn't last long in a fight. That's a story for another time, though. Bro, he um, needs an American wife before he leaves. That's true. He's trying to get yeah, that green card. Yeah,
0: he does. He does. Um, Stein tried wait, so hard. What do you hard, mean you man? got in a fight
1: with him today, Gage? We got like in a yelling argument. Cause it was over you, Joe. It was completely over you. But I don't want to. <laughs> I think we should have him on so he can defend himself. Um, and then That's we'll fair. Just go tell away. us That's what, what's the topic, though. It was basically yeah. about point, uh, basically but. about he felt like since I was your brother that you never got mad at me or scolded me after a game or anything like that. And I was like, Joe, I think I got it the worst a lot of the time. Rattle, I think I got it the worst a lot of the time.
0: Yeah, um, I would say you'd get it the worst.
1: Yeah, but he completely. Everyone's around, like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Like, what, I'll like, concur that Gage got it the worst. Yeah, well, yeah. Long, well, I'm glad. <laughs> I, I would love for you to tell Rattle that when we get him on here. But so, okay, the the okay. coolest team, I don't know, like, like, I think the coolest team for me, like, I didn't, I don't really talk to a lot of teams, but I really, I, I like our men's basketball team, like, like a couple of them, cause, cause we both play. basketballs. We I don't like talk to him as super- basketball team. I, I know them. we weren't, but they're super cool, dude. They're like every time they're always like super, super cool. Aussies. I was always. Oh, our like, tennis team so too. Nice. They're all euros. Our tennis team's all euros. Yeah, dude. Our they're men's super, tennis was awesome. I think yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I think that the more foreigners you have in the team, the funnier you guys are. Typically, the funnier they are. Typically, just because like. <laughs> For sure, dude. Either they're completely For lost, sure. or they have no boundaries, and that combination is just a ticking time bomb. And you're just there to just watch it go about. And it's just super, super fun. (laughs) Um, Dude, you know who's always really just. In all. Like, individual athletes are always like this. Micah, I don't know if you can attest to this. Swimmers or like just runners in general who are like, it's long distance runners. The people who have to be like, just them and their sport in like, just like in a zone for like two hours. Those individual athletes. Or even tennis. um, Tennis at times. They're just really unique people because imagine like swimming you go just two hours just you like lance armstrong if you've seen that documentary yeah dude those the swimmers and divers always were just strange i felt
0: yeah you gotta be a little bit off
1: i hate to get in a pool
0: every day and just swim non-stop until you're like like looking at the ground and that's what you do
1: the bottom of the you pool. You have to be. Whoa. Yeah, just look at the bottom of the pool. Because
0: it's not like you're in a sprint where you're like, you, this. you know, it's like
1: you're yeah. just
0: going for like a long distance swimmer. Oh my gosh!
1: But check it. Dude. But check it. Listen to this. First of all, I hate swimmers because I was raised with swimmers too. Because my high school or <laughs> not, I, I don't know. I freaking hate swimmers. I What's the why. swimmer stereotype? Dude, I don't know. Just like super very studious. And, yeah, super annoying. These guys like don't know what it's guys. like to get bad grades. I don't know about that. They're I so disciplined. I They're so I, disciplined. But here, but here, think about the – I want to talk about the relationship between swimmers. It's called swim cest, okay? Swim cest. I'm not kidding. <laughs> think about this. I'm serious. This is a real thing. Herman heard Herman now. But literally, like, think about it, bro. Like, think about having a chick on your – or, like, or guys and girls, like – combining to form one just like team so your teammates a girl but obviously you're not going to look at them in the same light coming from both ways and you got guys and girls dating on your team like imagine me and Rado started dating and a bunch of us just started dating right it changed the dynamics of the team like crazy i was that's kind of like, like
0: the rowing team at ucla because any the softball any, team de- deals with that anybody well I'm yeah not yeah no, 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 hundred percent. Like 100%. it's the oddest thing. Though. There's so much drama on the rowing team at exactly. UCLA because like half of them are sleeping with each other, dating each other.
1: Yeah, yeah. same with our softball team. Softball and uh, uh, softball and basketball for us. But yeah, just think about it, it's so weird. Swim sets is kind of the, the weirdest thing. But um, and then obviously one more thing we want to go over. What are your guys' thoughts? Uh, first of all, uh, for for the most obvious sport we had to talk about that we haven't talked about is football. For you, I want to go over your thoughts on football, Micah, really, really quickly, and then I'll go over mine, and then we'll get to our advice here. My thoughts on football. What are your stereotypes? What are your thoughts? Because I'm be honest, I I want to hear what your thought how they act around campus. Because if they act a certain way, I'd like to roast them.
0: Um, I guess it. I guess football is such a big team that it's it's hard for me to like single or to like come up with a generalization because there's guys I don't know and there's guys I do know and they seem so different to me. Um, In general, I would say they're they're the loudest team. Yep. They're the loudest team in, like, public places because there's so many of them and they're, like, obviously a bunch of, like, guys that are pretty confident with who they are and they don't care about, like, making a lot of noise. So they're definitely loud um and at first you you're obviously like look at them and they hold themselves a certain way and they act a certain way just like baseball it's basically just like baseball where you like look at them and you're like ah, i'm cool like that seems like a lot and then you get to know them and they're sick and they're actually right. pretty they're actually super nice super down to earth actually football was another sport that i was super close to a bunch of guys maybe that's the sport that hawaiian I was guys co- um, Yeah, that's how it kind of started. If you if everybody doesn't know, Jacob Tuyoti Mariner, who is a volleyball player. Defensive uh, player of the
1: week in the NFL this week. Was the NFC
0: defensive player of the week. Incredible. Dude, so happy for him. But he's like one of the nicest guys I've ever met. And obviously, we I've played against him since we were kids because I played up. So I played Bro, against him. Oh, let's get him like on the show. OCVC or MB Surf. Yeah, we totally could. Um, and so through him, I met a lot of, a lot of his friends just hanging out with him. And then I would go to some Polynesian club stuff and there were a bunch of them in there. Um, just super sick guys, like always, like super cool, super humble, um, super nice and freaking funny. Um, yeah. but then there's also like the stereotype of just football in general where they walk around and people are like, Oh, they think they're so sick. Yeah. Um, but I think people think that about athletes in general. Like, everyone's thinking that about about the other people, I guess, until you get to know them and you're like, ah, they don't even care. Like, they're just freaking good people.
1: Right. I used to think the yeah, same Yeah, the football thing. guys
0: are super cool. Super super cool.
1: Like, once you saw me, like, like I remember you used to think, I thought they kind of walk around with their chest out or whatever. I'd be like, oh, this or that. I'm like, bro, you guys are like two and eight. I don't know why you're puffing your chest out. <laughs> but then – but then I got to know him better, right? I so I take Samoan again. If you guys, if you guys are with us from our early days, I'm a proud um, four E of Samoan. So I graduated out of Samoan. Thank you very much. Round now he's fluent. Now I'm give us a little fluent. bit of what you've learned, Gage. Uh, Tolofo, which means hello, and uh, tofaso. <laughs> four <food, which> semesters <laughs> of work. Uh, so basically, four no, no, but work. so listen, listen, listen. So we all took Samoan class together, right? which was noted as like the easiest language because that's, that's why we have, and, and a bunch of them are actually Samoan, so they actually knew it pretty well. That's why a lot of me and a lot of like other football players took it because it's like the easiest language. And it's four credits. You
0: knew Samoan before you took it, right? You were fluent uh, already.
1: Oh, 100%, 100%. Doesn't
0: Roger only speak to you in Samoan? <laughs>
1: <laughs> fluent Samoan? No. <laughs> but we'd all, we'd all be so lost and we'd all just be like, Grouped together. That's how I get to, got close to my like, football players. I know. Uh, I think JoJo Ward, who I don't know if he's still. I think he was on the. Uh, he got signed. Was on the, was on the Titans or the Chargers or somewhere. I forget where he got signed. Or Arizona Cardinals. And uh, I was close to them in in, in the in uh, we would always be like completely lost, and so we would be lost together though. <laughs> and that's how I became close to that's the football awesome. team. Um, but yeah, I mean nice all these stereotypes. Together. I I think once you get to know all the teams. um... Then you become closer and you see who they are. Unless you are the men's volleyball team talking to girls' teams, then they end up hating you even more because uh, of three three specific people, which I've named early in this podcast. Yeah, I can um, see that
0: happening with boys and girls against it, but with the yeah, boys. Yeah, 100%. It but should it makes be, good everyone should be cool with everyone. In, within the boys' group, I get how there's gonna be drama for sure between guys and girls
1: teams. <laughs> Plenty of that, a whole bro. Way. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember. Joe, remember one more time. Well, I just, before we get to the vice. You want to tell that story of uh, that that girl at the bar with Dalton explaining like, like I was told not to talk to you guys. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Basically, we were we were. It was our senior year. It was like me, Colt, Dalton, Stein, just hanging out. Uh, we had a free weekend, and this like group of girls came up to us, and it was funny because we always hear this stuff, of, like rumors about our team and stuff, and it's just funny to hear for us. And <laughs> Dalton, of course, being the clown that he is, he had to ask. He they didn't know we were volleyball guys, but we were. We just started like talking, like right next to him, just be, being like just shitting on the volleyball team. This dude, brother, the volleyball guy, <laughs> and then they started listening in. <laughs> and then we, we just asked them like hey you guys know the volleyball guys like what? Are, what's the what's the stereotype or like what's the rumor you guys hear uh, rumors you hear about the team and they're like oh my gosh everybody says those guys are the biggest douchebags on campus <laughs> <laughs> and we were just dying laughing and then like I think the next week we ran into them like on campus and they, and they realized that we were the volleyball guys and they were like we're so sorry we're like all right. Like, I think what happens now. <laughs> probably more at
0: UH with you guys because I think what what happens top is, dogs. Yeah, you guys are the top dogs, and then no matter how you act, people are gonna look at you and be like, "Oh, look at them do that!" Like they think that they're so look cool at the way they because of that. God, like exactly the, the hot because dogs. everyone wa- and I think that happens to football and basketball and all those things. Those people too, when they're just like, if exactly. if they were a different team, if they were the golf team, nobody would really like say like, yeah. "Oh, they think they're hot." You know,
1: hundred percent, hundred percent.
0: But they just have to live with that because that's just the area that they live in.
1: Exactly, and they do like what every other person does in college. Like it's just like, it's yeah, no, that's a hundred percent. They, have to, do, they
0: have to do less of it. Like if you're a normal person, you can get away with thinking you're or like doing stuff that. If you're a football player, or basketball player, that you if you do half of that, people would be like, "Oh, look at that guy! He thinks he's so sick." So, yeah. yeah, it just ends up being about getting to know the different teams yeah. on an individual level or, like, on a 100%. personal level. And then you're like, oh, these guys are sick.
1: Yeah, 100 so no, From the I, outside I, in, I you definitely,
0: there's definitely strong stereotypes from the outside in um, just based on the groups and the type of people that play certain sports.
1: For 100%. Sure. No, I think that's the biggest thing is getting, yeah. Once you get to know them, yeah, you relate to them. But all right, right, I know uh, we're running slimmer on time here. So we're going to go rapid fire. You get 20 seconds max ooh, to answer ooh, these ooh. questions. So it's going to be short, concise. Think of it as a timeout. Almost. Micah, you go first. We're in a timeout. Okay. All right, I'm, uh, I'm up first. But literally the question is, yo, question for Micah from David Schreiber. We got, was it difficult setting Danen, uh at UCLA while having less athletic middles on your team? And is it a big deal if your middles have very different hitting windows?
0: No, it was not difficult setting Danen. Uh He's actually pretty good at, at fixing balls, and he's got a big window because he's so high. So he can crunch down; does his weird crunch down if the ball's low and like hit it, or he can kind of sky and get the high balls. Um, it is difficult when you like set him, and then the next ball, the, like the next ball, you have to set a different middle because the change is really drastic. Um, mm-hmm. So that is difficult. And it is difficult to deal with a lot of different middles. Um, I'm dealing with that right now, where this everyone wants a different ball, or like they have a different system. Even like if I'm five feet off the net, this one likes to go to the net. This one likes to play behind me. This one likes to change to a seven. This one like so it does get super difficult because you have to know your hitters and you have to train a lot of different balls. So that's the answer to Kay. that. Yeah,
1: solid. I think that I think that nailed it. Gauge. From Aunt Andrin Broder, how can I get recruited in Hawaii or any D1 university as a European player? Uh, I know that a lot of times what happens is they email Charlie or Josh. Um, another thing is Charlie actually takes a lot of visits to Europe, a freaking amount. So it's the head coach there, of Hawaii. Yeah, anybody. head coach of Hawaii. So make sure you email him, especially because he comes often. It's not like one of those things where you have to send video, one. Send video, get as many people – to talk to him, your coach, to talk to him, email him as much as possible because if he's in the area, I don't see him as one of those guys that if he, if he shows video and if he's interested, he'll come and, like, watch you because he's there frequently watching other players as well. So don't be afraid to reach out to him because he does make those trips often. And then if he's there, just basically ball out. Solid. All right, I think uh, one of you guys take this as well. Um, we get a lot of questions about this topic for some reason. A lot of people <laughs> have these type of teammates, I guess. How do you all handle a teammate who's just moping around the court the whole time? Almost like when he hits the ball out, the world's gonna end. A few times I told him to stop being a pouty bitch, but that hey. didn't seem to get through. Any advice? This is from Charlie Welland. Go you want go ahead, Gage. interesting way to handle? It. Okay, I'll take it first. First thing you could do, obviously, my my first thing maybe give him like I said, hey, give him a little shock or something like that. Another thing you can do is when the get go, don't let him do that. Like once, once he like lands and misses it, just kinda literally put your arm around him and bring him into the team circle. Or another thing you could do is level with him off the court, right? In the middle of the game is probably not the best time. To level do this, so him like, or level, level No no R-K-O level him? with him. Level with him. Not level him. RKO him. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um but you He's just
0: sit there in his chair and he just watch, you know, watch out, watch out, watch out. Randy Orton
1: from the top rope. <laughs> No, but the thing you could do is off the court, kind of be like, yo, have a one-on-one, kind of a heart-to-heart where it'd be like, yo, this is a situation. Sometimes maybe you need some tough love. Maybe, maybe sometimes you need someone to talk to. Just kind of figure it out. Trying to push some, not push buttons, but some heartstrings kind of and get to the bottom of what needs to, needs to be talked about. Solid. I think that's perfect. Charlie, hope that answered your question. All right. Uh, I have a question directed towards me, actually, from Sivan James. I said I'd answer this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sivan. Hey Joe, my name is Sivan, and I am a volleyball player in the United States. My goal is to play professionally. Do you have any advice for me? I think Mike and I, and probably Gage, could speak on this. Uh, I don't know how old you are or anything. Biggest, I mean, it's it's the cliche stuff. You gotta work really hard. You have to put yourself in a good position. I think at a university that's gonna help you improve. Um, you do have to I, I feel like in the US you do have to play a university before going anywhere because that's where you get the most amount of visibility from agents and from clubs uh, I don't know much about you Savan in terms of, like I said about age or anything so I don't know where you are in your career but uh, put yourself in a position to be at a university basically um, that's gonna uh, help you play in college. And I think from there, then the next step will become more visible. I, it's kind of hard to tell you exactly what you have to do. Cause I think if everything was exact, then a lot of people would do it. <laughs> um, but that was, that's my kind of advice to you, I'd say, um, two more here and then we'll, uh, do a pick them and then we'll wrap it up. Gage, I know that, uh, we're still on time here, but Nate Zini, um, he listens to every single podcast, so big shout-out there. He Hi, says that, uh, at least he says that. I don't know. He could be lying. Um, no, he <laughs> is. What, <laughs> He's not. He's not. I <laughs> know. Uh, <laughs> what? Do th- <laughs> oh, you know threshold this guy, Gage? Th- no, I don't. I just trust him.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I trust him. Too. Gage made Gage tight.
1: I have a deep connection. What threshold <laughs> do you think a D1 player needs to meet before they can consider playing professionally? For example, All-American, All-Conference, etc.? Gage, when you answer this I think if you're just a dog and got desire for the game obviously right I mean you could you could go play pro but it may not be the best place you know what I'm saying you may not reach the highest levels but I, I mean obviously you need to have some skills I don't think you need to have the more accolades you have the easier it is to kind of get hired because just by looking at your resume it's it can be chosen more often but mm-hmm. I don't think you need to have all those in order to go pro you can go play pro but it may not be in the best place. And you may start somewhere small, and then you just have to be a dog, and then just climb your way up. And it's more about desire. Once you get to that small place, if you're gonna pick yourself yeah. up, or you're just gonna kind of cruise, or well, done. I mean, I also know? he named specifically like the all the awards. I mean, if if you do have those awards, it is easier to get noticed for sure. I mean, because they'll be looking at that. But that's not like that for sure. It's not everything. So, like, I think Gage hit on the point really quickly. Micah here from we have from. Caleb sorry, Kalem Hyde. Uh, he's yep. a couple up, questions about referring back to like American leagues that have tried to start up like the NBA. Um, I think mm-hmm. Mike and I have a really similar answer to this. Could you see yourself moving back if a league does develop? Uh, how would you compare it to other uh, leagues that you've seen overseas? And how long do you think it will take for it to grow into a legit league? I'm going to have you answer that, Micah.
0: Okay. Um, I would definitely move back if a league started up. That was pretty solid. Um, right now I don't see it happening because of just the way that men's volleyball is trending in America. Um, for a women's league, I definitely think it's going to happen. I think it should happen because women's volleyball in America is crazy. It's like, it's so popular um a ton of people are playing it so it definitely has a market for it but for the men's side we definitely don't have a market for it um so i don't see it really happening uh successfully and right right now um i think it's probably significantly behind um top leagues around here like even germany france um even the mid- mid-level leagues i think it's probably significantly behind in terms of just it's, like yeah, it's not even close infrastructure and um organization and funding and, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's my answer. Yeah.
1: hundred percent. I pretty much am in line with how Mike could just answer that. Not even close really of where that league's at, I would say. Um, the the beach circuit actually is really, it's taken really big steps. Um, I feel like in terms of like sponsorship money and just the, the AVP circuit. So that's, that's promising. But in terms of the indoor stuff for men's, especially uh, it's, uh, it's it's it'll be really tough to form any kind of legit league that can compare anything in Europe. Um, all right, awesome you too. That was great. We're gonna really quickly with the pickem. Basically, I was going through the pickem. Gage is so far ahead that it doesn't make. Me, ah. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna split it up. That's we're gonna split so it up insane. into three. We're gonna split it up into three different parts of this year's season. So Gage won the first one. Uh, he's it. one out of three. If anybody wins two, they win the league. How come so we don't bet on your guys' games? Because. I'm gonna bet, but why don't you we? Like, you don't, like, if it's like your game, you'll do it yourself. Like, no, no, not bet. I'm just saying, like, you don't have to say it. Like, if I'm playing, I don't have to say, but you two should. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay.
0: I'll bet on my own games. <laughs> I'll bet on my games. We're not winning anyways.
1: Michael, what are you doing? I, I got to win the yet. pick
0: em. <laughs> I I bet on us to lose, dude.
1: <laughs> we have to lose this set. All right, really quickly here, and then we'll sign off and let Gauge get back to his business. Chalmont Khan first match in the French league this year. Uh, this week Chalmont has uh, Dan McDonald. Uh, Khan has Taylor Averill. Two American middle blockers. Big matchup in the French league. Uh, I would say yeah, Micah, pretty. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far really as I know, teams. it's a big match. Two really up.
0: good teams. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, so we'll lead off with Gage since he is, he is one, he is one of the three trophies. Hit me up. I'm gonna have to go with Khan Shaman, because every time, Shaman Khan. Every time I hear Khan, I think of Star Trek, and he's okay, getting the set count. He's like, I am Con. Anyway, watch the movie. Great movie. Um, three one con, no doubt about that. Micah. Um. Mm. Yeah, I'll go three one con. Listening to the legend. All right, I'm going to go. I'm gonna go three go two con. I'm taking con too. I like con. I've watched. That yeah, a that's a times. good guess. I'm a fan. But I think Shalman will push him, um, because I think Shalman's at home, so. Shaman's a tough oh, gym. I feel like Shaman's at home. Yeah, I believe so.
0: Can I change to three
1: two two or what? Uh, all right. I'll let you change one time. Uh, B R volleys. This is an interesting matchup because it's in Luneburg, which is typically like you see a in in the German league. You see a lot of upsets happen here, and with Berlin, they act. Oh, another big some big volleyball news. You see who Berlin signed this week? Just like two days ago. No, who? Matt Anderson. Oh, damn it. No. Oh, they they signed Yep, the, the French. Uh, so who's know, their middle?
0: Adair and Laveru. Dude,
1: they have freaking. They had freaking good middles, man. And that, that is why they had Brema, who's this young German. Oh who's, yeah, Brema's been their best. Good. He's been their best guy. Yeah, dude. But some people are thinking that they might actually try to use.
0: Uh, as an opposite. LeRue
1: as an opposite. Because, I don't know, it, the rumors are that, I don't know, that they're not crazy happy with Ben, but who knows? With Patch or whatever. Got it. We're not sure. But who knows what they'll do, you know? But they it. uh th- That's just in the rumor mill. So we're going to go uh, Lunenburg beer volleys. It's in Lunenburg. Uh, so it's it will. It, this will be a tough match, especially if Berlin volleyball still has Gronken and... Tim Carla out there uh, their best receiver outside hitter. Um it could be an interesting matchup. I'm going to I'll start off since I'm in the German league uh I am still going to take Berlin. I'm going to say 3-1 though. I'm going to say Lunenburg gets a set at, on their home court. Um, I'm saying my Hugo. sorry. Oh yeah, Hugo,
0: go gage, right
1: go gage. I'll say a uh, Lunenburg and the ski.
0: That's Remember what I was gonna say, two. but I don't know. I'll go I'll go BR volleys in a five ski.
1: Ooh, five ski. Alright, there's a very Not good a four chance ski. to get the five. Not a four ski. Five ski? No. Alright, last m- ski. Last match. Micah, I w wanna know if you have in any- what is up with Taylor Sander right now? Like I mean, I know he has the shoulder issue, but do you know about his return, like his timetable for his return at all?
0: Dude, I don't. That's actually a good question. I'm actually curious about that, too.
1: Because the match I have, I mean, if he's playing, it becomes, I don't know. I have uh, Belchitov-Scraw versus Zaxa. Big matchup in the plus liga. Zaxa, um, no doubt. All right, how many sets? 3-0. 3-0. All right, Micah. Set it in stone, baby. I'm going Zoxa. 3-0. Hell yeah, brother. I'm going Zoxa three one. I'm giving Scraw at home one set. Um. All right, that wraps that up. Gage, you're the winner of the first part of the season Woohoo! by a landslide. What was I the can't... score? He it was. Well, I need to pull out my notebook. I went through it on the bus last night. He he. I know he won by like nine points. He was, and then I was. I just did like the plus minus. I I didn't Jesus. do like that. I and can't then Sam's you were behind crushed. me by like five, I think.
0: Yeah, I lost Gaze. fourteen. That's crazy.
1: Gage, I mean, tell me one player from Scraw or Zaxa. Uh Well, Scraw has Taylor Sander. I know that. Because <laughs> we just said it. <laughs> that was a guess too. That could have been. I could have gone either way there. <laughs> I have my sources. And I am incredibly humble, so I won't shove it in your face. I, too, am incredibly humble. Anyway, great line. <laughs> um, first things first, the 2020 rap that of Spotify just came out, and we had an, way more than I thought we would. We had an overwhelming amount or a good amount of people that sent their rap to us, and so we were the top podcast. So for those people out there, thank you so much for the love. Exactly. Big shout thank- out. Big shout out there. So, thank you so much for the love and appreciation. We'll just keep producing um, our idiotic voices and minds to you guys. Hopefully, you're entertained by this and producing good information. And if you aren't one of the people, and we were on the top, uh, there's always next year. There's always next year, baby. We hope to strive to that. There's always next year, baby. Dude, we need to get maybe Caitlin or Jacob on. That would be a freaking sick first guest for us.
0: Okay, okay, okay.
1: 100%. 100% because um, it's like different I think they give a different perspective that people a lot of people don't you know know so much yeah for I sure. I don't know we can tie it into their sport into volleyball now that's true Let's We get, well next episode we could be joined by a fourth person but you have to stay tuned to find out Micah I really hope this next month is going to treat you a lot better than the last month yeah. and you get it and you get yourself Thank a dub you, man. and Joe Thank you. I hope I hope you guys keep on that winning winning formula and exactly, German Cup next week. Hell yeah, brother! We'll be watching. Oh, again, link. Make sure you guys check our Instagram. The link's always gonna be in the bio. Um, and yes, sir. And in exactly a week, I'll be wearing goggles, wearing two masks on a volleyball court. Dude, we uh, need to get video or pictures of that. I'll yeah, try. I'll try so and insane. get that to you. I'll try and get yeah, that to so you guys. Ridiculous. Um, Team but, pictures. So far, oh. <laughs> team picture. God, I mean, we have media day next week too, so it could
0: be, that should it could be. be on media day. You guys should. Yeah.
1: Oh, we are. I'm gonna advocate for that too. Um, so hopefully our next post is our best post. Boys, it's been a pleasure. keep keeping it real. This has been another episode if if you can't handle the heat presented by assistant.